1: Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers Episode 543, Bad Boys for Life. They really wasted they that title. They wasted the four, man. When they,
2: when they announced that <laughs> title as like four and it's the like, third movie, why did they do that? What are what? they going to call the next one? I know bad know. boys three
1: yeah just really doing it and like yeah <laughs> like, like an in-between cool.
2: yeah yeah that's just uh oh, what a waste yeah. just, i mean bad boys for life the fourth movie it's just perfect that's a perfect title oh yeah but
1: anyway so uh joe is out this week so we are joined by colby mack hey colby how's it going yo yo
0: yo what up real spoilers how are we we're doing great well,
1: yeah. it's very cold here though
0: <laughs>
2: I was uh, the you know we record in the uh, Oak, the Oak Institute, which I don't know if you know <laughs> but Tom actually rents a room the, on the top floor <laughs> of the O'Keefe Institute. Oh, no, <laughs> so, no, it's in the
1: basement. I
2: say it every week. Not your
1: you you live
2: oh. in the basement you <laughs> rent a room at the top oh the i o- see
1: i thought you were saying we no, were at the top no. no okay
2: so tom rents a room here you know and so they're gracious enough to let him uh, stay here so he can wake up and just go right downstairs so i get in my car it's 14 degrees in st louis by the time i drive over here my car starts to get warm and i have to turn <laughs> it off like <laughs> it's cold
0: just oh, like man you got to love technology
1: i'm just trying to figure out the the backstory here why am i renting a room in a well, place you, that has my family name.
2: Well, because it, <laughs> because the illusion is that the O'Keefe Institute is a huge, proper, you know, amazing building right. of business and commerce. But it's mine. Yeah, but you don't. <laughs> don't it's a bit it's for business paperwork but what i mean is you don't usually live at a business office building but you they have a suite there and they let you stay okay
1: (laughs) we need to work all this out beforehand yeah before we get too far afield uh shameless plugs don't forget we're available on apple Podcasts, where you can go uh rate review subscribe subscribe is the important thing so you never miss an episode and uh you can also check us out on facebook facebook.com slash real spoilers While you're there, you can like the page and join the group, which is called the League of Show Sharers. And if you would like to become a real live show sharer, it's very simple. You just uh, share. I mean, it's kind of right there in the name. But uh, people who were kind enough to share the show this week, Zara Creek, Librarian Cynthia, Chris Sanders, Griffin Foxsmith, Jason Weesey, Travis Tewitt, Gabriel Lugo, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Tom Comiskey, Douglas Balduck, Jamie Sherman Powers, Julianne Jordan, Aaron Marlowe, Ron Johnson, Brent Smith, Chris Magic Man, Carl Clarkson, Laura Conley-Quiddick, Chris Williams, Susan Carlson, Glenn Brewer, Lane Levanway, and Ralph Tribble. So thank you very much, guys, for sharing the episode. We really appreciate that. And, of course, our Patreon, patreon.com slash Spoilers. where for five bucks a month you get all sorts of bonus content and you help out, and we like that.
2: We love you long time, as yeah. we always say. Should we introduce ourselves? <laughs>
1: oh, I guess we should. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. This is Colby. Yeah,
2: <laughs> there he is. So, uh, so anyway, I didn't want to be the on the five hundred and forty third episode the first time we don't introduce ourselves. Gotcha. We've never not gone around the table and done it.
1: Really? Yeah. I would have just assumed we'd forgotten at some point.
2: I, I've never noticed us well, skip that one time, and so since we didn't do it, I felt weird not. Yeah, I would have just felt really weird. There's
1: a there's a, a quest for a a diehard listener. Yeah. Go, go find an episode and see if we forgot to do that. I'm
2: pretty sure we never because it's we always find. you always circle back to it if we yeah, go skip ahead almost. and then you're like yeah. you're like, oh, we better introduce ourselves.
1: That is true. So uh anyway, uh Bad Boys for Life, I guess uh normally I would throw it to Joe, but I he's not here, so Should we just call him Yeah. on his ten year anniversary trip or whatever <laughs> he's on. Luckily hey. Luckily this one has been plotted out pretty well on Wikipedia, so we'll just don't, Set tell 20. Them, don't tell them our Set sources. Set 25 years after the original film and 17 years <laughs> after the second film. So let's, <laughs> talk,
2: so let's talk about the first two movies. Uh, so I grew up, watching these movies on VHS uh, you know and then the second well the first one on VHS second one on DVD uh, I didn't realize until I went back and looked at it there was such a big gap it was 95 to I think 2003 yeah
1: it's eight year gap so yeah. I didn't realize it didn't feel with, like it
2: with the success of the first one And yeah growing up I never realized that but there's a pretty big gap there but I grew up I mean they were great action movies like that was my you know the start of my introduction to Michael Bay it was long before Transformers uh, you know it was like wow this is where Michael Bay to me solidified it is like the action. Well, this was his directorial debut, wasn't it? Oh, was it really? I believe so. Crazy. Well, then that's yeah. then that's why it put him put him on the map. Then because it was like, wow, Michael Bay knows action. Like right. this movie had great sequences. I mean, for a first, that's really well. Important.
1: Not only for a first, but the budget on that movie was twenty three million dollars. Even yeah. adjust yeah. that for inflation. That does not. I mean, no, by today's that's standards, crazy. that's probably what fifty.
2: No, I mean this is that's like an independent. Yeah. type. <laughs> I mean it, it, that's a small budget, and I mean for an action movie. With, yeah, it, with you
1: know action sequences and all the set pieces, it it does not look like a twenty three million dollar no. movie. And I like no. so I had never seen the first two movies. Which is,
2: I just, it's mind blowing. I mean, so like
1: in the '90s, I was like working tons, and I didn't see okay. a whole lot of movies. So I have a lot of blind spots in that in that era. Gotcha. And then when the sequel came out, I'm like, well, I never saw the first one. And then it's just, yep. I just never circled back around. You know? So what were your findings? Now, Colby, you, I talked to Tom <laughs> off the air about
2: this as he was watching them, and you had some really interesting findings from a perspective of someone that you know Tom is our old timey references guy. What did you find?
1: So, uh, especially the first Bad Boys movie is essentially an Abbott and Costello film. And I am a huge Abbott and Costello fan, so that is in no way a slam against that movie. But so much of what Martin Lawrence is doing is almost note for note from the lou costello playbook
2: so it's like mm. the straight man and like will smith yeah the, i mean will smith is still funny he's Don't funny me a, but yeah, yeah. he's still the straight but he's I still mean, the
1: straight man to martin lawrence yes. and like martin lawrence is like the bigger than yes. life one you yeah. know and uh um and like you know the whole scene where they're you know where they're finding the dead body and he's all freaking out that's straight out of the 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 candle scene and and Abbott Costello meet Frankenstein Where he's <laughs> getting all nervous And his partner's kind of not seeing it and then, Is that what
2: they did in The Nice Guys?
1: Yeah, where, yeah, yeah I mean he's like literally Doing an impersonation Which, yeah. of Lou Costello <laughs> Martin Lawrence is like <laughs> right. using that premise But making sure. it his own And uh, and then But the scene where, there there's a scene where They're in the gym and Martin Lawrence is trying to use the weights And he's getting all wrapped up in the cords and he yeah. sucks at it And like, that's straight out of Jerry Lewis's Nutty Professor there's like a oh, 6 sorry. minute scene where he can't use the weights. There was something else too that I was well even the premise of the first one about how they have to impersonate each other um yeah. Yeah. for the for the <laughs> the Hooker yeah. and um and like I'm almost, yeah I'm almost positive that that was the plot of like one of the road movies where Bing had to pretend to be Bob Hope and Bob Hope had to pretend to be Bing and then and then they would like kind of the person they were talking to th- would think they're making self-deprecating remarks, but they were really trashing the yeah. other one. Like, it, so, I mean, there was a lot of stuff that was very reminiscent of those kind of movies, and it, and it worked, yeah. you know.
2: That's really interesting. I mean, I, back in 95 or whenever I watched I mean, I probably watched it a couple of years later just because I was, you know, I wasn't that old back then. But when I first watched it, I never would have thought of that and i hadn't ever seen yeah. any of those movies and i i just thought that was fascinating did you find anything with the second one like any other parallels? um
1: not as note for note because i mean they've kind of s- established the characters but they still do a lot of thing they have that extended scene where well, they're in the morgue and there's just dead bodies everywhere and 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 uh <laughs> will smith just has no problem putting his hands in and pulling out looking for the drugs and and martin lawrence is like is yeah. just like apoplectic and like you know, having a yeah. full-on panic attack And so, I mean, they just kind of continue they continued, yeah. Oh, I know what the other thing was Is that They do this thing in the opening scene And they kind of do it again in the opening scene of the second one When the guy's carjack? Well, yeah, when they're getting carjacked in the opening scene Of, of the first one And they kind of do it in the second one Where they're basically outnumbered and then they start squabbling with each other yeah. and then they both drop the fight simultaneously and sucker punch somebody so yeah. they can get it. That's, I mean, that is a running gag in the road movies. Yeah, I was going to say, that's I've seen that before. Yeah, uh, yeah, like where they they would do a thing where they would play patty cake and then the people yeah. that were about to beat them up are like, that patty cake, punched, what is going yeah. on? And then at the end, they turn around they and punch them, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And they would go back to that time and again and a lot of times, like the people would know what they were doing and beat him to the punch literally, but but uh but yeah, I'm just like, Oh my god, so much of this is just lifted straight from the comedies of the forties and fifties. So
2: so the first movie was directed by Michael Bay, but it was not written by him. And so I'm guessing that stuff was the writers is yeah. probably taking influence from stuff that they loved growing up. There's three names on the screenplay. One is Michael Berry, who doesn't have a link, so I'm guessing his he doesn't have that much work. Right. But then there's Jim Mulholland and there's Doug Richardson, and so neither of those names I'm terribly familiar with. But so like I look at uh, Jim Mulholland and uh, Public Enemy in '93. Um. Looks like his stuff goes back. Like he doesn't have anything going forward. But I'm trying to see if there's there's some TV. There's TV stuff. Oscar in in '91 was Stallone. Um,
0: Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. Um. These films. I'm not gonna say that Bad Boys was like catered for a specific audience, but specific enough where like the Abbott and Costello references or connotations. I didn't get it. I mean, granted, I was like ten years old yeah. when I watched this movie. Sure, but you know, it just it 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 made sense. And honestly, it I think maybe the story, the story writers, and the screen, and you know, and the, the folks that wrote the screenplay, they probably knew. You know, yeah. and I don't even know if it was like something. This is on purpose. Just like this is the type of comedy that I grew up. Grew right, with. Yeah. right. Do you know who was supposed to be Mike and um and, and Marcus?
2: Let me. Uh, I heard. I think I heard. This, it is the
0: craziest. Eddie thing.
2: Murphy. No.
0: No, no, who, no, no, no. Oh, no, no. I'll, I'll give you two more guesses. I
2: Okay, I'm thinking of a different movie because I heard a story where there were different roles and one was Eddie this, Murphy. But...
1: This feels like it would have been like like a, a Mel Gibson and Stallone. Like it would have been intended to be this other like thing. Like a Tango
0: and Cash type. Right. Tom, you're about to lose your mind. John Lovitz and Dana Carvey.
2: Wow. I would not have. <laughs> so wait, before this, before this happened, like... While yes. this was in development, it was supposed to be them? Like, they wanted them? It
0: was supposed them? to be them, but oh for whatever God. reason, it didn't end up working out, and <laughs> it was being like moved around quite a bit, and they said, hey, why don't we give the Fresh Prince a try? Let's wow. try this guy.
2: Well, they made the right decision. It's
0: just, <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> Can That's you like imagine the... what Bad Boys would have looked like with david Carvey and Don <laughs> No.
1: <Lovitz? laughs> w- I, I couldn't imagine there would be a Bad Boys 2 or 3. I, you know, you might, you might be surprised. It would be a very uh. different movie, but um, but like... Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines and Running Scared? Like yeah. that movie's a lot of fun. And that, that's you know, probably ten years earlier, but those are two guys that you would never expect to be in a run and gun. But Okay, but how many great movies like this movie these movies are really good
2: action movies. Like how many really good movies are John Lovitz and Dana Carvian?
1: Yeah, name but them. they were but they were a thing. They, they were, were having name, a moment. But name yeah. the
2: we'll name those good movies in their moment they made. Right.
1: No, right. I, well, but, John Lovitz has been in good movies, but they but, haven't been John
0: Lovitz movies. Right,
2: that's what I mean. Yeah. Like High School yeah. High. I mean, you know, John Lovitz Dana movies Carvey are came the
0: closest. Like, I'm, I'm surprised. Like when I thought about it for a second, and like, the fact you just said High School High, I'm like, yeah, he did lead a movie once, right, or twice. But like, <laughs>
2: it's a like Dana Carvey, Master of Disguise. I yeah. mean, yeah, he was in Wayne's World, but that's that's it's me- not his that's, movie. That's not his movie, yeah. right? So I just mean though, it's like these these were like star making roles. I mean, yeah. after this. Think about all the Martin Lawrence movies, right? Yeah. Oh, Blue yeah. Streak, like, you know, all those action movies that yeah. he was doing kind of the same thing. Not that these guys hadn't been around, but after this movie, yeah. I mean, they were just doing, they were both separately doing stuff. And then, you know, they they come back to this and they do their own stuff. And here we are again, and they're back together. And, yeah. and it's like, it's amazing in this film. And before we get into it too much, but I was just going to say, um, this film, the chemistry, like, it's like there wasn't that gap, right? Like 2003 yeah, to now. Yeah, absolutely. But it's still there. But before we move on real quick, uh, the other guy, Doug Richardson, who wrote the screenplay, uh, Die Hard 2, Money Train, was, uh, Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson, uh-huh. I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, Welcome to Mooseport, I don't know, uh, Hostage and Live Free or Die Hard. That's his last credit, which... <laughs> not not my favorite of the Die Hard movies, but anyway, <laughs> my I wonder if that Live
1: Free or Die Hard credit is like he had taken a pass in a Die Hard movie a long time yeah. ago, and then they what? revamped it. Yeah, but that's, he had done enough that he uh, they owed him a credit. Maybe that maybe that's true. That, and that's my guess yeah. anyway. But but it's just also interesting. This is like the the second role that Will Smith like used to become a star. What was the other one that that was intended for someone yeah. else? fresh prince that was supposed to be kid in play no yeah. way yeah yeah and and uh and they didn't want to, they didn't want to do a tv show oh my god and, and uh
2: i mean and that was his star making role yeah I mean, totally and and yeah. one of my favorite shows of all time yeah. as tom knows yes he's been through the journey with me colby i'll just have to tell you and the listeners <laughs> might find it interesting i have to tell this because totally. what, what else can you do but laugh right So the last year I have been looking to get to buy the Fresh Prince complete series on digital because I love that show and I want to show Ryan and it's just, you know, it's hard to find episodes and show them without you just just owning the whole thing and being able to go next, next, next. And it's not on Netflix or anything. So anyway, it's on sale, like the sale price, you know, down from 300 or whatever crazy price they set. It should be like MSRP. Right. It's always 79.99. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend almost a hundred dollars. Like yeah. I love this show. And it was locked but, in
1: at that price for a no, year. No, I mean the last yeah. year. Seriously, and I, I would t- look too. Like I would yeah. ever, I would look in when so- shows were on, on sale. sale but I'd it? look cause yeah. if it. I would like because Kevin and I all the time are like, oh hey, this is on Voodoo for five bucks. Yeah, we're always yet.
2: sharing deals, and so I appreciate that. And and so the last year, I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm like, I want to watch all. I want to binge these all. I want to show Ryan. He's enjoying the show. From what I've sh- showed him, like I want to just you know buy these. So 79, 79, 79 It's that all year long. So then around like November. I throw in the towel, and I go, you know what? This show, I guess because Will Smith is so popular, whoever owns the show, whatever, like, 79 is the price. They know they can get it. They're not putting this thing on sale. I buy it for 80 bucks. Then, like, two weeks later.
1: <laughs> if it was even that long. <laughs> if it
2: was even that one, Two weeks later. Now, granted, I mean, remember, Tom and I for a year looked for it. Two weeks later, it goes on sale for something like $30, $34.99. thirty-four ninety-nine. Thirty-four ninety-nine. Yeah, half price, and right, or less than half
1: price. And just to just to kick you in the nuts when you're down, right now Voodoo has it on sale for twenty-six ninety-nine.
2: So <laughs> oh it never went on sale for as long as I've looked for it. We looked at least consistently for around a year. It goes from eighty to thirty-five, one to two weeks after I buy it full price. And then now it's on sale even cheaper. I just, I couldn't believe it. I, I just, and I was like, should
1: I tell Kevin? Because like on Voodoo, <laughs> if you, if you've bought it, it doesn't show you the price right. anymore. It flips the price button to watch. And yeah. you just click. So if it's on sale, you don't, you would never know. You don't know what the price is unless you like it's log out. Right. But. Right. Wow.
2: So anyway, but I love that show. And so I was just like, I mean, yeah, it was great because since then, obviously I've gone through and we haven't watched the whole thing, but we watched at least a few seasons and, uh, I was really enjoying that. But I could not believe it. Yeah. Uh, and But that's but I told Tom, I guess the, even more funny, the thing is, I told Tom, I go, I went ahead and bought it. I threw it in the towel. I don't want to wait anymore. But I go, as soon as I do this, it's going to go on sale. And then a week or two later. I mean, that's yeah. just how it works. That's Murphy's Law.
1: Yeah, like, absolutely. So anyway. Well, another thing about yeah. the first bad boys that to keep in mind, too, is that this Predates Independence Day, so this. Oh, I thought Independence yeah. Day. Yeah, really? yeah This, this was came out before. Was it this seven, 97?
2: this uh, 96? 97? 96 yeah. was Independence Day. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's funny. For some reason, I had thought that
0: Independence Day was first. Okay. Yeah. So he
1: went. He went. Bad Boys, Independence Day, Men in Black. So this really was his first. Yeah, action. and then what screwed it
0: up was Wild Wild West.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, he had Enemy of the State in there, but they didn't. People didn't hold that one against him in the same way that they did
0: Wild Wild West. But yeah. I really enjoyed Enemy of the state. It was like no what had, I mean? It had Lisa Bonet. I mean, yeah. it had uh, was that Anthony Hopkins? No, not Anthony Hopkins. Was it Hopkins? No, Ooh. I'm thinking of Hopkins with Chris Rock. Damn, Gene Hackman. That's Gene right. Hackman. <laughs> that's Gene what Hackman. It is. Yeah. yeah.
2: So fast forward. So it's 2020. And it's January, and they're coming out with Bad Boys and. Everything I've heard about this trailer, you know, I don't watch the trailers. I have to say that, but n-
1: never seen a trailer do such a disservice to a movie. Yeah.
2: So I didn't see it. I only, you know, it turned, it came on in the theater. I ignored it, whatever. But everybody said this movie looks horrible, not funny, just, te- just terrible, terrible, terrible.
1: The first trailer,
0: the first trailer was rough. Um, you notice there's a trend now. And I know, Kevin, you don't really watch trailers, but a lot of the trailers now try to have this very, this very like unique syncopation with the action matching to whatever you know music is cut behind the trailer, right? Yeah. And this just didn't get it. The beats were all off. The pacing. Oh, because weren't awful. they doing
2: that? Dun dun, bad yeah.
0: boys. Yeah, and I the, remember the thing hearing is, that. Is that it was like Marvel? they were trying to use the the that
1: bad boys thing as yeah. Yeah. as like the as like a rim shot after each. Yeah, and it made every one of the jokes fall flat, and it yeah. made every moment like there's the thing where the, where like they're standing in his balcony. Uh, in Miami, like his super badass uh, uh, bachelor pad, and they're like, "One more time, one more time," and I'm like, "Bad boys." In, in the context of that trailer, it's the cheesiest thing ever. But in the within the context of the movie, it when you know what they've been through, and they've earned yeah. that moment, it totally worked. But in the trailer, I'm just like, "Oh, sweet baby Jesus, this looks awful."
0: So I it was ex- made Martin Lawrence look like a lot worse. He's been out. I don't say he's been out the game he is just he's obviously rusty from like his cinematic prowess that we knew from the 90s and the early 2000s and he's obviously had a lot of baggage the past few years and that trailer i mean one i was skeptical going in because of like the, the distance from 2003 yeah and then we get the first trailer i'm just like yo this looks so rough and i hold mike and marcus they're like black superheroes to me like yeah I in the way that i grew up There's Axel Foley. Okay, it's a lot of Eddie Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) Axel Foley, there's Prince Hakeem, there's Mike and Marcus, and these are like icons like of the culture. And to see this, all you're thinking of is like cash grab. Paycheck movie, right? Uh, oh my god in every bad Will Smith movie choice that he's made oh. in like the past several years That's before sad. 2019 I actually think 2019 has been like a renaissance of Will Smith and I'll even throw away Gemini Man because um, I understand like I, I, I get it
2: well he made the but, biggest movie of his career in, in 2019 I mean there's no debating yeah. that it's been a comeback year for him I mean even if you know Tom and I have gone on record of not agreeing with a lot of choices in Aladdin but mm-hmm. the movie made a ton of money yeah you can't more than argue his, with the box office Yeah, and, and he's a I huge part of it I mean you know, just just like Robin Williams was a huge draw, and I'm not comparing the two, but in their own, to each to their movie, Robin Williams. I and mean, when you think of Aladdin, what's the name? You think of Robin Williams. Right. Yeah. You don't think That's of it. the guy that was on Full House. I don't know what the guy that played Aladdin's name is. You know what I mean? Like right. It's Robin Williams, right? So when you think of the new Aladdin, I mean, I like that main actor, but I don't really... You know what I mean? What Mena Musad or whatever. Like I, yeah. I. But but it's that's Will Smith, the genie. Right. Like that's his movie. So yeah, I mean whether you whether you agree with the choices they made or not, it was a huge movie, and Will Smith was a huge part of that. So, um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's been a huge comeback for him. But this movie just just seemed like it was going to be a total cash grab. But with all that said, now that we've gotten all that out of the way, I have to say. This is how an action movie is done. Absolutely. I loved this movie. I have missed, like, I was not excited for this movie. And again, it had nothing to do with the trailer. I didn't see it. I heard the word was not that great. So I'm like, oh, it's probably not going to be good. But. I just don't get excited for action movies anymore. I don't know. I, there's been so many terrible... I mean, when you think of action movies, you're thinking of the Transformers movies. You're thinking of this. And that's Bumblebee aside. Right. I mean, Michael Bay, Transformers movies. Um, but we've been burned on action movies. There have been so many bad action movies that I just don't get excited anymore. And then they make something like this, and I'm excited again. I'm like, oh, this is what an action movie can do. Well, be.
1: for a long time, all the action movies were based around police work, right? Mm-hmm. And now... They're based around superheroes uh, and toys and sci-fi. Gotcha. Like, you don't get a lot of That's a good point. Cop action. Yeah. Or if you do, they're more like really serious thrillers, like 21 Bridges. Right. Which has some action beats, but, you know, wants to be something way more serious. But in the
2: 90s and the 80s, right. action movies were cop movies. Yeah. Right? Like, when you think of, like, 48 Hours or... Beverly Hills Cop, which I know was a comedy, but still had that action element. I mean, action movies were cop movies. Right. That's what they were, right? Yeah. And so you're right. And I don't even think of superhero movies as action movies. I know they clearly are, but like, right.
1: I put those in a genre or like superhero have their own movies, genre right? in your head, but that's yeah. what's taken the totally. place. Totally. And so yeah. I wasn't
2: even thinking about that. But, you know, and a lot of those are really good. The bad big budget action movies, the, you know, they've, they've been coming at us. so. This reminded me what they could be, and I'm like, if we get more action movies like this that feel a little bit more like down and dirty and gritty and practical, yeah. you know, car chases. Um, I have never heard of the directors of this movie. I know, same. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm they're, like, they're, who, they're kind
0: of like these. I, I I call them like they they must have studied in the school of uh, Michael the, Bay for action filmmaking, right? And right. They, they, I'm not. I'm not too, they haven't really done a lot of stuff. But I'm but, like, yeah, who
2: are these guys, and what else can they do? Because clearly, they get it. I had no expectations for this movie. I just, I didn't expect anything from it. And I go into it. And I mean, from that opening scene with the car chase, which is not really a chase, but you think they're in the middle of some crazy, right. you know, it opens up with, uh, you know, uh, I guess, uh, I guess Will Smith's character, he always drives a Porsche. Because when I watch the first one, I'm like, oh, he has a Porsche in that too. So I guess that's his thing. Yeah, He's rich. He inherited a lot of money from yeah, his family. Yeah, his family comes from money. So he's in this sweet Porsche and he's, you know, driving around a great action "Quote unquote chase scene, going around corners, drifting, driving backwards. I mean, it's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. And the cops scene.
0: are chasing them.
2: Well, you've yeah. yeah, you've got the cops with the sirens on, so I mean, it looks like it. But you're 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 thinking these are these guys are cops. They're not. You knew there was a catch, but right. anyway, what is it? And so they get to the hospital, and it's Marcus's daughter's having a baby. And so, but that first action sequence, that chase, I'm yeah. like, what a great way. That's how you set the movie up, right? Some yes. movies have one great setup and they never do it again you're like well what a waste you know what a bait and switch
1: some movies this does not look like a 90 million dollar movie no this especially when you know a good chunk of it went to the actors
2: yeah definitely I mean and I but I think see I think that's the benefit you get when you get fresh directors like this you know I'm thinking of like the Russos right like the Russos or for, Michael Bay on the well, first one. Well, apparently, right? You know
1: what I mean? Like, they moneyballed it. You
2: get people, yeah, you get people that know what they're doing, that are maybe fresh out of film school or have proven themselves with a couple of indie things. You can see they've got that it factor. But the closest thing I can actually think of that's more recent, m- much more recent than Michael Bay on the first, is that Neville Dean and Taylor that did Crank. Yeah. Dude, they were on the side of cars on roller skates filming those action sequences with yeah. Jason Statham. That first Crank movie, have you guys both seen that? I have not. It is, I a, have. It is a lot of fun. Do you like Crank, Colby? I do. I, the I, movie. I've I won. I love <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Crank. Yeah, the first Crank. The first Crank. So I actually came into it backwards. I didn't catch the first Crank. I was just, I don't know what I was doing yeah. in early college days. Okay. I Crank 2 first, and I'm like, what is going on? How does this movie get filmed and who greenlit it? Right. Because, How did Jason Statham agree uh, to this? And yeah. Who was, was, was it Brittany? Not Brittany Snow. What's the other one? <laughs> they, they get them all mixed up. I don't know. Like, it was... The, oh, yeah it was crazy yeah. and then I went back and watched the first quick. I'm like oh
2: that's how it got done right and so yeah Neville Dean and Taylor that they, they've moved on to some other things but they've never they never really hit it big but they were those indie like down and dirty guys that would do whatever it takes to get these scenes and they would do it on the, the down low you know like the budget keeping it low again they're not following with a bunch of vehicles with cranes and stuff those dudes I mean literally were on the side of a car with roller skates filming as Jason Statham's next to them doing his action stunts so like <laughs> that's what it reminded me of though yeah. these guys are here on a 90 million dollar budget with these big names i mean this is full of names there's a ton of people in it yeah uh, and some really impressive action sequences and the fact that they can keep that to 90 million dollars in this day and age and, and this movie is going to make a ton of money
0: yeah, yeah a, i mean it's the tracking has been nuts um was every it. studio lowballs it just to like you know kind of feel good if they get a surprise <laughs> this is overperforming, right um, obviously it's the MLK holiday weekend. This is a big weekend for a certain segment of like marketed films. I mean, you had Kevin Hart's The Ride Along. This is where right, Ride Along came out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So even like obviously, a lot of people think that January is the dumping ground for bad movies, but I think there is a strategy to it, and if it's done right, you can really take advantage of it. Absolutely. Well, I
1: I think there's there's two strategies for January, in my opinion. There's the dumping ground Which certainly we saw the first two weeks we, of the yeah, year Yeah we'll talk about dumping ground in the next episode <laughs> um, But I think The other thing people are starting to find For not just January but first quarter Is um, uh, Franchises That are soft And like I, as much as I like This movie and I liked it a lot And and I, if this had Come out in July
0: mm. It
1: would have had its ass Handed to it Well
2: that's Coming off 2003, yes, but... This movie is the quality to where like the next one can open in summer. I
0: think potentially, you know what I yeah, mean. Like yeah, I think like, it's potentially, quality. I think that would be a mistake. I, I really hope that they they, they they play it smart. I agree. The and Ride I, Along did. And yeah. I get
2: it. I get it. I'm just saying though, the quality of this movie. I'm going to well, say yeah. again, this is an action movie. This is how you do it. Like I did not go like, oh, this is a 90 million dollar action movie, right. which sounds ridiculous. But now they're 200 million, right? right? Like I'm not like this is a low budget movie. I'm not like this isn't like a you know old guy action movie. This is a freaking action movie. And so it could stand toe to toe with the movies of summer if people knew, like, yeah, Bad Boys is a serious. How much were the John Wicks?
0: Oh, those crazy amounts. No,
2: no, those are yeah, those are another couple movies where they know how to. Yeah, I think the budget maybe climbed up a little bit, but yeah, those guys know what they're doing because when you have stunt men and stunt coordinators, you know, taking the helm and. Doing, doing, Yeah, they know what to do. They know how to be creative and clever because, you know, you got to think about it when you're on the Matrix and even if that had a decent budget. But if you're the stunt coordinator and the stunt guy and they say, this is your budget, make it happen, right? Like they're used to working with someone else's money and within those constraints.
1: John Wick 1 had a budget of $20 million
0: yeah that's
2: crazy okay.
1: like in that, that
0: was a cult classic nobody went to watch that in theaters yeah,
1: yeah and john wick 2 was 40 john yeah. wick 3 was 75
2: okay yeah see oh, wow. so it's yeah, <laughs> that's a cl- decent climb
0: right yeah <laughs> but
2: i'll tell you that first john wick not to get off on too many tangents but i saw that first john wick when it came out and i was preaching that like the gospel like, yeah i yeah. saw john wick before people had to tell me go see john wick right yeah, i was we the, did an episode on right it. Yeah. i was but i was the one that was like after I saw that movie, like, and, it, and it came out on Blu-ray, like I was having friends over, and I would show them John Wick. You know what you do when yeah. you love a movie, and totally. you know people need to watch it, and they've never heard of it? I was having that's, people over, and then they were telling people. It was like, uh, it was like Wayne and Wayne's World, and they tell two friends, uh, and they tell two that's friends.
1: That's actually an old uh, shampoo commercial.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know from Wayne's World, though. Yeah, this
0: has the chemistry of like what makes a movie work, and I'm a big preacher in like. Not every film needs to try to win an Academy Award, and this was never trying to do that. But it's got movie stars. It's got a decent story and it's entertaining. But that's, and if you could have those three, like you have something. That's an action movie, right? right?
2: Like they're not trying to get Academy Awards. And you know, and I mean, to your point, it's that this is this is the perfect action movie. You have the humor, you have the stars, you have the action. Yeah, and it's fast paced. You know. Um, it's a long movie, and and it I, is.
0: It, it drags two hours.
2: You know, and and you feel it. It's. I mean, it, there's a lot of movie there, but it's not that it's bad. But for an action movie, two hours is a long time.
1: Well, the first yeah. one's two,
0: and the second one's two and a half. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's 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 really it's. But you know what? Michael Bay never pulls back though. So I I, I kind right. of I mean one, <laughs> we just watched we just watched Six Underground less than a month ago, and think of the difference between that movie and this movie. Yeah. Like, well,
1: and wow. I th- I think part of the reason these movies are are on the longer end too, though, is that he they <laughs> what's that? He doesn't cut. He yeah. doesn't take anything out. But, it's all fat. Yeah, and but they'll they'll let it breathe. They'll let wow. they'll That's let true. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence take five minutes. To, to play with each other
0: you And know you what can mean? hear it too right You can yeah. hear it in the dialogue Like there's there's interactions that Especially Will Smith He's leaned more into his comedy chops In this film than he has Probably in the other films um, Because he's allowed to And yeah. he has a new renewed sense of self That he's just went on Like on his personal journey yeah. Over the past three years And it's really showing And just how free he feels But I think both of them Had the room Like you're saying Tom To play And this movie With the editing And with the cinematography knew how to take advantage of just some of the quieter moments. I mean, I mean, we're still stuck in the first scene, but one of the <laughs> funniest bits you see in the trailer is the Porsche pulls up in this sweet little maneuver to park, and then he hits it smack dab with a fire hydrant, and it works so well. I didn't know it was coming.
1: That, that really happened. Like, that was – he th- – like Martin Lawrence. No way. And they what? and they and they used it in the movie. And they kept going, kept rolling, they, And they oh kept god. it because he's like, You're paying like, for- he opened it he opened the door and hit hit the fire hydrant. And like obviously they don't own those cars and they were everybody was like, <laughs> Oh god damn it. And uh and and because it was a little, it was like a minor news yeah. story, like a entertainment, like that. this is funny kind of thing that happened. Yeah, and then they kept it. That's fantastic. But, yeah, and so many people were like, "Oh, Martin Lawrence hasn't been in a movie in so long," and then like, <laughs> and then the first thing he does <laughs> is damage a three hundred thousand dollar car, and wow. and so they. They, they used it.
2: But that's, that was a great comedy moment. I laughed out loud during that. Like that was, cause you're just not expecting it, right? You just get done with this action sequence, which got you in the mood and you're like, yeah, this is the tone of the movie. It's awesome. And then that happens and the comedy comes. Like it's a perfect mixture of that. You know, they balance it without getting too zany. It never gets into like Jerry Lewis level. So Mm -hmm. it's funny and it's consistently funny, but it's also a lot of times understated and I think that's why movies for decades or you know going on a hundred years have played with that straight man funny man right it's a, because it's a dynamic
1: that works yeah. I mean because yeah. when
2: you don't have two people or multiple people just yucking it up non-stop you yeah. it, it balances it out it keeps things from getting too crazy and I just I love this dynamic I mean like you said Colby their their chemistry together and that dynamic is fantastic I think it's, it's also and it
0: makes it makes room for the emotion which I yeah. wasn't expecting as much as this film had yeah. I mean once they get get upstairs inside of the hospital room you are transported back to 2003 when you notice that Marcus he's already making a turn towards kind of trying to take a step back into being a family man I mean you know Mike is a loner and he you know it has tough tough time trying to connect to people I mean he he can easily connect to women but can't do anything much more past that and Marcus can connect to them
1: at a very base level
0: Yes. Right. Yeah. And Marcus is now pop pop. And we remember like, wow, he has a daughter. And one yeah. of the most iconic scenes from, from from Bibles, too. And this is something that's like infected the culture is the scene between him and Marcus and they're interrogating. Reggie
2: that's the and scene if you think of one scene from bad boys 2 that's that is the scene it. and I cannot what, believe they got this
0: kid back like what a great what, Pull he's not a, he's not a, he's not a you know He's not a, um, a trained actor that was his first role he ever had in 2003 and you and found a way to it. be it's able great. to get him back yeah. And they were teasing it like very minor. They didn't want to give it away and it just worked It also worked. like yeah, it would make sense. He's a very understated guy. Yeah. He's a military man So he doesn't need to say anything. He's just there, right? And it's all in his face because he still like,
2: looks we, the exact same he as he does, did his does. facial like his like nervous very proper, like hello sir like he just looks the exact same and it played so well and again i had no idea and i loved.
0: I it. leapt out my yeah. seat and clapped I mean, that, and the, just the whole audience back. cheered
1: and that I, that scene in two is so is so so i hadn't i had actually got to that scene in two after i saw bad boys for life oh really so um, oh, that's yeah. too bad that you didn't get the. I didn't, and so, but when I saw bad, but when I got to that scene in Bad Boys Two, I was like, Oh, oh my god, look at that! Yeah, and um, <laughs> but
2: uh, that's a great pull. Sixteen years later, yeah. to get a minor character from one scene, an iconic scene, but it's right. like I'm here to date your daughter, and they get that guy back to be the father. But like, I
1: will <laughs> say, seeing that scene, it's like you, it was so funny to and fascinating to see Will Smith drop into that character mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You, I mean... Will Smith doesn't act like he that. He doesn't act like
0: that. He can do it. He, like, he has the reservoir to do totally. anything. Yeah. But at that time, it was so odd because Will Smith's choices, especially his performance-wise, were very calculated. Yeah. It, and does, yeah. now he doesn't... I want to say he doesn't care. He's just so much freer. and well, I, I, yeah. I'm really excited to see where it goes. But, yeah, I mean, this film has so many earned moments that you buy into everything. That's, that's yeah. the
2: thing. They, they did... They did right by the fans of Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two, like me, Colby, the people that grew up with it. Yeah, you know, Tom, you just saw them and you're enjoying them. But it's and like,
1: to well, me, I've seen them all within a week. Yeah. and and like, there's no difference in quality between yeah. the three. And in the my tone, head. it's not yeah. like they
2: jump around. I mean, this movie was made. This is one of those movies that's like made for the fans with the love intended there but it doesn't ever feel like it's winking
0: at you right That's never cheap this nope. is what fan service is supposed to be yes it, like fan service
2: isn't a bad word fan service isn't a dirty word when it's done right but, yeah absolutely but, but, yeah. but sometimes it gets thrown around because there's a lot of bad fan service yeah. and so people sometimes think fan service is a bad word it doesn't yeah. have to be
1: and this is the example i you know uh the seat the scene that, that was my favorite in the second one mm-hmm. um was when uh when Will Smith is sitting on the hammock with with Martin Lawrence's sister and they're revealing that they've been dating Mm -hmm. and Will Smith has to has to confess that because I (laughs) has there ever been another scene where Will Smith has to play nervous. Like, right like he's always the guy yeah. that's got it all together yeah. and knows exactly what's gonna how things are gonna play out and he's yeah. got an answer for everything
2: maybe and, only when he was talking to uh, uncle phil about his uh dad yeah dad. totally but, but yeah
1: to, <laughs> to see him play nervous was yeah. really funny
2: totally it's, yeah. yeah totally out of character for will smith right and um now i agree so it, it this movie if you're a fan of the others it's great if if you've never seen the others I'm still gonna wager you'll have a great time.
1: I took my son who's fifteen who had never seen the other two. Yeah. And he had a doctor's appointment, and so I was like, the way that fell, I'm like, we don't have time. You just have to go to the movie with me. And he's just <laughs> like, okay. And uh <laughs> and he was just like as soon as we were done, he's like, Do we have do we own the other two? He's like <laughs> So he loved great. it. Yeah, and he's <laughs> not a big action movie guy. Like he's a nerd like me. And and uh and so for him to enjoy something like that, it has to be better than the genre, you know? Yeah. And uh and he was like, Do we have the other two? He's like, That was really good. And, and I was like, you know
2: And I was the same way, not having never seen them, but after I saw this, I'm like, I'm gonna go home immediately and watch the first one. Yeah. Like I just it reinvigorated They got my- a two pack on On Voodoo for Uh, ten bucks. They're both on Netflix right now, at least. So you know, but uh, which is great if you haven't seen them in a while, listeners, go on Netflix. They're free, and sure, most of you have that. Um, But anyway, so we've I think we've said and set it up. I mean, it's this is a great action (laughs) movie. It is. So going going through some of the major plot points. So my question, since I hadn't seen the other two in a while, so the bad guys in this movie are they like those like made up or are we supposed to know them?
0: No, they're nondescript in a sense. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, honestly, I can't remember the bad guy from one or two. But I mean, um, are,
2: but we're not supposed to go, oh my God. Like, I don't and think it, no. and die so. Die Hard. No. Spoilers, Jeremy Irons is Hans Gruber's brother. Brother, yeah. Yeah. So, like, which was like, oh my God. Like, I mean, you learned that towards the end, so sorry, but
1: you've been 30 years. If you
2: haven't seen Die Hard 3, which is my favorite one and is amazing, you need to see it. So, but you know what I mean? Where that connection's like, oh my God, dun dun
0: dun. I was waiting for some type of connection to pull it back because it would just make. Like narrative sense that, all right, well, well, why do we need this film? What's happened in these characters' lives that would like justify this other story to be told? Because right. it felt pretty done in the second one, and before even knowing anything about this film, and I'll just I'll give this the one thing in the trailers, yeah, for what the villain ends up being, you don't see this coming at all. Not
1: trailer. at all. The oh, trailers is
0: just selling you on Will and Martin, and but I thought that this was going to somehow tie into. Tia Leone's character, and I really did believe that there was going to be some type of like you know illegitimate child that Mike <laughs> was going to have. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to end up playing out the way that it did. So it was funny how that worked out. But no, you don't you don't know this villain okay. at all. And right. it, I will say, I didn't know how hard of an R this film was going to be till we get introduced to La Bruja. It's great.
2: Um, it's great. Woo! The action, the violence, it's great. Like for this type of movie, this yeah. is when
1: you, when you want these movies have always had those bursts of yeah. of pretty yeah, intense sure. violence oh you know? yeah
0: you, you just forgot it because it's been what it's, what 12 what 17 2020 yeah. 17, 17 years 17 years
2: yeah you go you go back to that first movie right and i mean they're shooting people point blank i right. mean you're right it from the beginning it's been that type of yeah
1: but but i think you also tend to forget it because they're so funny what you walk away remembering
0: are the comedy jokes yeah yeah yeah, you're not
2: thinking but the action's great and the gun stuff i mean that's the world that we're playing in here and we always have so but yeah so that was my question i'm just thinking to myself i don't remember is this someone's brother did was the dad a villain in the first two right and so now you know so to set it up uh and what we find out is that there's this woman that's in jail that uh mike apparently put away for life she was the wife of uh, like a crime lord drug king drug cartel yeah kind of guy and so, I
1: guess... He had gone undercover. Yeah. And was their driver. This their is before driver.
2: Marcus, before that whole right. thing. So, she has, you know, vowed vengeance. And so, she does this escape, which was another great action scene. I thought her escape and the, the twist and everything, the switch, uh, was really good the way she gets out of prison. But her mm-hmm. her agenda, her whole thing is to take out... Everyone who put her husband away, I'm sorry, that put her away, killed the husband, we're talking about the judge, the lawyers, the crime scene forensic investigators, and Mike. And Mike, she wants to save for last. And we don't know exactly why, but Mike needs to see all these other people die, and then he needs to be saved for last, and then you have to tell him these specific words, right? So we know there's something very personal connection here. Yeah. Um, and so she has tasked her son, which it looks like he was born in prison, Is I guess,
0: after... She that part him. was a little a, a little grayer because like the pictures that I see of the son with his dad, I didn't remember if the oh, dad died would... beforehand or afterwards because oh. like he he's thinking of the, this father like as a father figure and the father's heralded in Mexico as like a yeah. as like a, a kind of you know even though he's a he's a well known drug lord he's also like he does a lot for the community right so, I don't so think I was, he remembered
1: like, him though I, his, I took it as his father was like this larger than life like a figure, yeah. okay and and he will like he. He grew up with this very romanticized yes. notion of him.
2: And his mom, which, I think, yeah. taught him from their
1: right. discussion. But he that. never he never really had dealings with him, so all he had was this very romanticized Romantici- notion. Yeah,
2: exactly. So yeah. I I just kinda took it. he was maybe born in prison because the dad's dead, she's put away and has him. But either way he was very young, or was born after the dad was dead. So she has now tasked the son with going on a mission to take all these people out in the states. She's staying back in Mexico. He's in the states, and this kid is a badass. He, he pulls no punches. No, I mean he—he he is. You don't mess with him. He's on a mission. Uh, he's doing. He's a, a soldier, right? He's doing and every. It,
0: there's a line that's dropped where he does have. Um, he he used to be on the other side for the good guys, so he used to be. In, like, some type of special forces with oh, you know, Oh, really? As a yeah. I didn't realize yeah. that. It came up really, really quick, but it, yeah, it I totally made Because he said, it's like, you know, um, even the mom said, you know, you used to be on the other side, but now you're on mine. Yeah, she like
2: said, that. yeah, no, you're right, because she said, you, you sound like a gringo. Yeah. You spent so much time I just thought that meant that like she was in jail and he was living among people and I didn't really realize or think that he did anything like on the good side but I do I do remember that line so if you know I don't I'm not sure what his past was but he has the training he is a badass in the way that like if you told me he was in military special forces or something that's how this guy moves that's right. how he acts so the first scene when he After the mom gets out of jail and he's tasked with going to set up shop in the States is uh, he goes to, uh, I guess, uh, the guy that the crime kingpin now that's running the territory the dad used to run, uh, he goes to him and he's like, hey... Here's this money I smuggled in for you. Uh, get me our weapons, everything that we need, or whatever. And the guy ends up trying to screw the kid over, and it's like, you know, instead of <laughs> taking the payment, he gives the kid this small payment, and the rest of the money he, the kid was supposed to have to build his empire, he was gonna take. And he's like, the kid's just like, no. And he ends up doing this like John Wick style, yeah, martial arts, gun, you know, military stuff, where which sets this character up as a badass from the get, and it's awesome. Yeah. The, the fight choreography, the action choreography, again, it's really, like, good. It's really good. Yeah, it's,
1: it's not that super edited, choppy. what am I really yes. looking at? Not not taken. Right, yeah. yeah.
2: You can see everything, that's the thing. I mean, if Joe was here, I mean, he would attest to it. He, the, he hates the quick, choppy cuts, the red, you know, red two, yeah. those kind of action sequences. And so, uh, the one thing I noticed, I watched this, you know, on the big screen, you know, sitting right up there. I can't, I think I can't remember if I saw this one on IMAX. I saw one of the two on IMAX. But anyway, I'm right there and I'm like I could follow every action beat. None yeah, of it yeah. was like a, a cheap cut. And so, that's even stuff with Will Smith. I know there's some stunt doubles. This but, goes
0: into the budget though. Um yeah. they have a new way of using the stunt actors but just like really doing it well, mm-hmm. imposing Will and Martin's face onto them. Really? I was I was, I was wondering if
2: I was wondering if they did that because yeah. the scenes where Okay, so there's a scene where Will Smith jumps out of a window, does some crazy stuff, uh, and then, you it know, speeds it speeds up a little bit. And then it cuts, and then, yep. you know, he's there, just like every action movie does, where there's a stunt guy, and then it cuts a different angle, and the, the guy kind of like acts like he's landing or whatever, you know, right. It, right? But when it was happening, I noticed that the face wasn't really towards the camera, and then it was fast moving, so it had a blur to it. Yep. Um, and I didn't even notice, but if they did like superimpose his face on there, even for just so subconsciously they did it very well mm-hmm. because yeah, because yeah. it all seemed fluid like right. like you know will smith isn't jumping out of a window down three stories but i didn't go hey that looks like a totally different guy right. Where like you know in a, a parody movie they would cut to someone with, like different
1: skin and a different build like <laughs> to make the joke <laughs> like go. i'm gonna get you sucker. Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah i, I <laughs> love it a great movie. right
2: because it's like it's it's exaggerated but you used to watch 80s action movies right. where you'd be like that's not the guy right and so Um, But in this movie, again, for this small budget, like whatever they did with those CG enhancements, the action scenes, they either looked like Will Smith or to his credit, there's some scenes that... I don't know. Maybe it is really good uh, superimposing, but I saw scenes where it looked like Will Smith was fighting. Yeah. And I'm like, that and he's looks in really great good. shape,
1: but he's been making these kind of movies for yeah. years. So uh, there's,
0: you know. I mean,
2: like the hand to hand stuff, Colby. Do you think Will Smith did some of that, or you think they're I'm all. pretty
0: sure he Because, I okay. mean, one, this was not too far off the heels of the work that he did in Gemini, man. So, mm. um,. And you know me being down here in Atlanta, I was paying attention to a lot of the production shoots, and this is yeah. a quick shoot. I mean, this was something that was done um, just in a couple of months, and it was wow. pretty fast uh, the turnaround. So yeah, but that budget. I, I, but and, he's he's yeah. capable of being able to do this still. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, Martin not so much. But I don't think like his character wasn't written to he do He doesn't. That either.
2: No, no, Martin. I mean, he's Marcus has never been that character, right? Yeah. Will Smith is the ladies' man, the the action guy that's gonna go and jump off stuff and whatever. He's Rick's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so it's like, yeah, Martin Lawrence is going to sit there and he's going to complain about it. And now, you know, I was supposed to retire. I mean, he's totally doing yeah. like the Danny Glover. Well, um, and they've, they've always,
1: yeah, yeah. always kind of had the running gag where Will Smith says some. Some badass action thing to achieve something, and Martin Lawrence's character just kind of walks down the steps, or yeah. you know what I mean, like goes around something. I would you know. jumped off that, if I knew. I'm right. just gonna walk. <laughs> that played really well. Yeah, and it,
2: like yeah, that action scene again, it was great. And then the comedy—that's the thing. It's for for every action beat, or maybe every two action beats, there's a comedy beat. Yeah, and it never undermines the action, and it just ramps up the experience, the enjoyment. I mean, my theater. Tom and I go to a theater because it's the closest AMC to us, but it's also in a dead mall with no stores. Well,
1: I went to, to the press screening. Okay, but yeah.
2: no, I mean in general, oh, Tom yeah, yeah, yeah. and I go to these this AMC, and this mall is dead. The only thing there is a cheesecake factory and the theater. I mean, there's like an art gallery, but whatever. It's yeah. a mall and a cheesecake factory with a with an AMC, and so this theater is dead. Anytime you go, doesn't matter. Friday night, Saturday morning, the theater is dead. There's three people there. There's one person working. They. Practically have to bounce between the concession stand and the ticket booth. They scan I mean,
1: you. They scan your tickets at the concession stand. Yeah, sometimes there's yeah. one employee.
2: It's it's terrible for service for getting in. It's it's a terrible experience, but it's close. Whatever. So this theater, one thirty p.m. Bad Boys is like almost sold out. My theater was packed. Yeah. I get out at, at my one thirty movie. I get out. The theater is packed, overloaded. The concession stand out the door. You know what I mean? Yeah. This movie brought the people in. Now, I know families were there for Doolittle as well. But, I mean, the Bad Boys Theater was packed. I'm telling you, this movie brought yeah. in the people. So, it's it's <laughs> definitely a resurgence for this franchise. So, anyway, the whole movie is set up with Will Smith trying to figure out why this group these people are trying to kill him and then also following this kid around and you know the mom's telling him to do this do that and do the bidding or whatever um early on in the movie you knew will smith wasn't going to die but they do that thing where um Mar- is it marcus's retirement party what what
0: what yeah. party yeah it was a little no bit well, no, no no it um, was uh, celebrating him being a great just celebrating
2: right? the okay the baby yeah okay i because i know he said he was going to retire and i didn't know if they if it was implied that he also said, okay, this is it or whatever. But so they're celebrating and then he and Will Smith have their banter. They, they think, yeah, they're who can be, who's faster in a foot race. So they have it. Joe Pantoliano is there and he's Joey pants. Yeah, he's great. I mean, he's been there through all of them. Um, and so they go off in this race and Will Smith is just passing Martin Lawrence up easily. And then all of a sudden you see the motorcycle go by and the guy with an Uzi And he shoots up Will Smith.
1: Yeah. And so. Like point blank in the chest twice. I mean,
2: and and so I was like, what? Like a POD
1: song, he took two to the chest. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> but i mean it's brutal and i'm i'm thinking like i know this movie's about these two there's no way he's right. dead but i'm like what kind of trickery are they doing here i was so confused because again i knew he wasn't gonna die but also i didn't see the trailers and i'm like was this like a total it was
1: not in the trailer at all is this
2: a nope. yeah i'm like is yeah. this a head fake is it like all this stuff happens before so i i didn't know what was right. gonna happen um so anyway uh will smith i think is out for six months and yeah. he's
0: like
1: Almost in a coma like he's He's hooked up and to, there's some very uh, Like touching moments here of yeah. of That
0: montage of,
1: of, of, of Marcus Of Marcus the, co- to him. the cocoa bean Yeah which was <laughs> Midnight which, cocoa bean. which was funny and a nice Callback but also sweet, sweet. yes yeah. That's the thing and I will say you don't See in very many movies um, Men Being tender with each other no. But you really don't see it With black men being yeah. tender to each no. other and, and I thought that was real I thought that was a really nice touch
2: but this goes back to the first movie 1995 yeah. martin lawrence i love you man yeah you know and will smith's mad at him and he goes i do i really do i yeah. love you man and so they've had that relationship so absolutely it's, so it's great so but so will smith gets laid up for these six months and martin lawrence is taking care of him and you get those funny moments but also sincere and then uh <laughs> man that cut to the you Yo. think it's <laughs> a funeral yeah. again another great comedy beat but also like a WTF moment where right. you're just like it looks you see all the cops there and and Martin Lawrence is crying right dearly and, beloved and, yeah and it, it, it looks like you're at a funeral but then they're at the wedding and so reggie and uh marx's daughter. daughter are getting married so you know that's finally happened and you see will smith there but the rest of the movie will smith is on uh, has a vendetta he right. he wants to find this person that tried to kill him you know um there's a guy gunning for him so that's really it's the whole game of cat and mouse it's it's you know a lot of action set pieces but plot wise that's pretty much what they're doing the whole time but Uh, the
0: conflict is pretty brilliant that now you've had marcus after this incident to say you know what lord if you can be able to pull him out of it sure i will never use violence again
2: i like it yeah
0: that's the perfect setup to like what's going to make every interaction that they're on, you know, difficulty, you know, right. uh, it's, it, it, it makes it very, very funny. Cause you know, there's a new team of young guns that are, you know, that are like tasked to try to, I mean, yeah. whatever super, <laughs> super cops yeah. that they're supposed to be. Ammo? And I gotta be honest yeah. with you. I was unsure how they were going to work.
1: Same. I really, they, they were really good. So but now, okay. Were. So, I, and I liked the, uh, this movie, I wish it's, there's a lot that happens in this movie story-wise, so there's only so much they could do, but I wish they would have explored a little bit, like, the the concept of this team is kind of like the millennial police team. Yeah. And 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 these two are kind of like, what the hell? Because they got this big, huge, tough guy, and he's like their IT guy yeah. doing the computer it's stuff. It's great. I mean, and it's a modernization. Yeah, oh. and they're just like, what is happening? But like, But there are moments in the movie where it's like, you also kind of get reminded why you don't see a lot of action movies like this anymore, which is like, there's, there are moments where you watch Will Smith interacting with the suspects, where you're like, "Am, am I supposed to be rooting for him right now?" Like <laughs> the this- DJ
0: Khaled cameo is the, in that scene at a butcher shop. is yeah. completely you- perfect. You can't do that nowadays. That right. was cool in the '80s and '90s, but now with just you know, the sign of the times are, I mean. Will Smith, you know, as he's trying to investigate, he's, he's not supposed to, but he's trying to investigate, you know, his own, you know, uh, would be murder himself. And he goes to a local snitch and it's DJ Callen, and he's, he's playing up his Caledness and stuff like that. He takes, what is that? A, a meat like tenderizer. Yeah. Yeah. And. Bashes in his hands right. and it mean, a total mafia table. Move. That's
2: a mobster type thing. You know, go to the butcher really shop is. and hit the yeah. guy with and the tenderizer. He gets yeah.
0: pig fat on his suit, and you just see his face. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that. That's when he gets worried. Yeah, yeah. but it, and it's funny, but at the same time, you're just like, "Am I like this? Isn't police work that we can find humor in anymore? In the way no. that yeah. you could, in the same way that like." You know, there are scenes in Porky's that you watch at the time that were funny, yeah. and you look back on them now and you're just like, whoa, Ugh. that's uh, not revenge cool. of the nerds. Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But I
2: mean, I the way that I took it though, and had it having not seen the others in a while, but that's why they're bad boys, right? Yeah. I mean, they're yeah, are bad boys, they're not, but that's not cool, they anymore. Don't,
0: right? But they don't <laughs> and, play by the books, and, they're,
1: and it's also like if 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 that was not Will Smith. If yes. that was Mel Gibson, oh, I'll,
0: I'll say it. if they were two white, if guys, they were, were white, right. yes, <laughs> yeah, and you it, could it,
1: not make this and movie. it was yeah. And, yeah. It, and it was so The I saw it at a screening and I'd say it was probably 60 70 percent black. Yeah, and like it was it was interesting to watch because like a good chunk of the crowd was like, yeah, you go Will Smith, but there were some people in the crowd that were like. Um, that's a cop i don't think <laughs> yeah that's what we want to encourage in police officers it's, it, it, you're right yeah.
2: it's such a different time right yeah. and and i i know that's the only thing and there's not a whole ton of that which is great because it's just yeah. a different time but to where you they and,
1: but they it doesn't go unaddressed because marcus calls him on yeah he's just like yeah. we, you can't do that mm-hmm. like that's not that's not cool that right. that's you know and everything you're finding would be completely inadmissible like you know so it's like you 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 gotta rein that in, right? I mean, yeah, like, that's
0: what ammo's goal kind of is. They want right. to do police work, you know, for the future, but different. Like they, ch- the choice to use different interrogation tactics, even when they're doing their stakeout, or the type of right. ammo pun <laughs> pun not intended that they use to take down these bad guys. And this is so going against how Mike has always done his job. And you know, there's a lot of these different battles. You know, he's he's trying to do police work different, but just can't this is all he's known all he's known how to do it
2: yeah he's an yeah. old old cop and it's like you can't teach him new tricks right i mean this yeah. is how he does business so ammo real quick so rita what is she from two where where do we know i her don't from? remember or is this her. just like, a new character again that I we're supposed think to think that's bag. just new- a new character yeah see they introduce it so nonchalantly that you just mm-hmm. i presumed i forgot her from yeah the other movies right
0: but okay Well, because the love interest in the first one was Tia Leone, right, they, they, right. they didn't really go, well, they, but they, yeah, they, I get it. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then Gabrielle Union in the second one.
2: Yeah, so that's. But it seems so natural that they did a really yeah. good job because I'm like, yeah, I guess she well, was. Cause,
1: yeah, she, there's a backstory there, and they they explain it quickly. But I was having the same thing, especially since I hadn't finished two yet. I was, figured, like, I was like, I was like, is she from something? But um, but uh, I will also say that I thought it was a nice touch that his love interest was age appropriate. Yeah, like, yeah, like. So often, you know, they. That's like 25 year old. (laughs) Yeah, because he's in real life, he's 51. She's 41, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So he's not dating Vanessa Hudgens in this movie. Right.
0: So I thought that that was something they were going to play with, but (laughs) totally. They got got Latina uh, Kobe Smulders for this role. Yeah. (laughs) So, but okay.
2: So, so I guess you're just, you, they give you the backstory and it's so, so well done. I mean, it's really. Fleshed out which is impressive because It made me think oh I probably just forgot her from the other One so so you've got Rita who's the The leader of ammo you have She
1: began her career in the police force as A uh, meter maid I'm not It's a Beatles reference. Lovely oh. Rita. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't pick up on that one, sorry. <laughs> um but uh so
2: you've got uh then you've got Rafi, who's this like not Henry Golding. I mean I'm like who I'm like who is this yeah, guy? Henry
0: Melton. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> I, like I, I confuse their name so much. This kid, he's got it though. This yeah. is this is the next guy. He's he's,
2: he's he's good. He's cool. I just I'm like I thought maybe he was someone else. Like I'm like I don't know who this is, but he's like got this chiseled jaw and he's 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 funny. He's charismatic. So he looks
0: like young AC Slater.
2: Okay, I kind of see that. I just he looks a lot like Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians yeah. to me. Like I just I'm like he had that like charming that charisma or whatever. But he's more like he's like buff and chiseled, right? And so he's like kind of a he's this hotshot tech guy. He's kind of like the. uh the mic of this group, right? He's he's just got that smart ass attitude, and he's going toe to toe with him. Just she, um, a Michael. Yeah, you've got Vanessa Hudgens, who's a badass in this movie. I mean, she's really good. Uh, you know, I she she looked in the role. I wasn't sure how that was going to play out. And then you have the big tech guy that Tom was mentioning earlier. That I, uh, Katie said he was in the Hunger Games. She said that he was okay. for the Capitol. What? He was. He yeah, was. Yeah, he he was. Uh, I only uh, remember
0: sugar. him from the race from Witch Mountain. Like okay,
2: the Rock. <laughs> but yeah, par- yeah. Apparently, he was in the Hunger Games. He was for. The capital. He was the male tribute for the capital, and you know, really big, strong, tough guy. So, which was funny. It was that you know he was a tech guy in this movie, and he he basically needed therapy because he uh, he it's hit, he hit a bouncer that was picking on a woman, right? So he hit a bouncer, but ended up killing him. Yeah, and so now he's sits behind the computer. So I had
1: a moment of I just researching this yeah. uh, of feeling. Better about I was like oh my god was I Racist like I I thought <laughs> I thought the um The Charles Melton guy mm-hmm, yeah. I thought he was The Asian guy on 13 reasons why There's a football player who's Asian Okay uh, who has a fairly Significant role on 13 reason Why He is not oh yeah he's
0: from he's from uh, Riverdale like, yeah he's that, from Asian Riverdale
1: guy. But yeah. he replaced The guy who on So the guy who he plays Reggie On Riverdale but apparently Another guy originally played Reggie on Riverdale, and he mm-hmm. left the show because yep. of his commitment to Thirteen Reasons Why. Uh, so he replaced the guy that <laughs> so is they like, so, so they similar, obviously yeah. so I'm like yeah. okay it so was, they look
0: like I'm okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, listen, there's, there's a, there, I don't want to say there's a few of them but I mean no there's there's that type there's yeah they're trying to fill like that niche that you know that um um it, it, and, and it's and it's cool you're good yeah. from this black guy from this black guy you're
2: good. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, they, I, I liked him. I thought he was really, yeah. good. I'd like to see him in more action roles. So anyway, I think that's, that's the team. So you've got this team, It's a very team. small
0: team. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and so the whole thing is that, you know, they're trying to track down the Will Smith case. They're trying to go after the kid, the cartel kid. And, uh, the whole time, Will Smith is wanting to do his own detective work with Khaled and, you know, doing that rough interrogation. And so finally, you know, he, uh, Joe Pantoliano, the captain is like, look, Okay, fine, you know, you're gonna, if, if this... Blows up. It's on me, and I'm not going to be happy about it. But you can go be a consultant. So the whole movie, he's working together with Ammo to try to solve the case. But you know, he always has to in- inject himself, so it's not like he can just go along for the ride. Yeah, they go to a, a, a weapons or a, like a, a weapons deal, and uh, instead of just sitting there and doing the surveillance like they're all doing, he sees that the cash bag is empty, meaning that uh, the you know the bad guys' characters are going to be ripping off the Ammo guy and the Ammo guy has the info he needs of who these people are so he goes in there's a big firefight really good action sequence here Mm -hmm. um but you know but but uh mike can't let it go it's very personal to him and this is what he does like he's not gonna stand on the sidelines so it's the whole time you know he's he's dealing with that but meanwhile when things go south and there's all these dead bodies everywhere it's kind of blowing up on ammo, right? Like, cause all these casualties are happening and they're making a lot of noise and a lot of damages. And eventually, uh, the captain has this heart to heart with him when they're at like a soccer game. And he says this whole long diatribe thing, which ended up being really funny. Cause I'm like, where is this going? Yeah. You know, but, but he eventually he's like, you know, he gives him this whole horse metaphor type thing, but where the guy is like going so fast and and, and someone says, where are you going? And he's like, I don't know. Ask the horse. And he's like, you're, you're, Try, you keep going and going and going but you don't know you know where and why you know you're yeah. just doing it and so they have this really nice heart to heart moment uh but these guys are the the bad guys are trying to kill everybody associated with the the kingpin's
0: death and they end up taking out the captain um, that was like my audience and me yeah. i Yeah, that's I felt that. And like one, I'm watching Adobe, so I could feel the shot go through my back while it's going through his neck. Yeah, and I just I didn't see it coming. I was, and I'm usually good about it. Yeah, but it was brutal. Um,
2: Another one of those. I mean, the shot with you know probably like a 50 caliber sniper rifle or whatever. I mean, it was huge. It was just like, I mean, you could, I could feel it, and I wasn't in Dolby. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was a. Big moment, we're right in front of Will Smith. You care
0: for this character, oh yeah, because you've known him since 1995, and you know I, I I love. I'm actually I'm I'm working on a piece for a website about you know um, uh, uh, movie um, cop captains, right? And like that archetype is so like prevalent in these type of stories. Sure. And you get it. They're always allowed, and they're right. drinkers, and they talk like this. And then he's so iconic for having this very manic personality and then it being quelled by the Pepto Bismol. Like yeah. he sucks this thing down yeah. like it's candy. And it's just, it is so funny. And like it's it's him, you know? And yeah. he got taken away and it and it really wasn't his fault. And and you know, Mike is really starting to feel the weight of his past catching up to him. Like what has he done that all these people around him are dying and he can't, he doesn't have the power to just fix it. Yeah. And it's, it, it's he's frustrating him. It's so
1: a, real quick from that archetype, does the first time I really remember seeing that in a movie was, uh, was Beverly Hills cop. But does, does
0: it predate that? I think what came first, either weapon or Beverly Hills cop, pretty sure Beverly Hills cop. That sounds right. right? Cause I think uh, I just remember yeah. all those
2: eighties movies had the angry captain. I just, I, I remember that as long as I've been seeing these movies.
1: So mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon was let's see. Was it 83? I want to no. say Lethal Weapon was like 87. Yeah, a Lethal Weapon is 87. So okay. Beverly Hills Cop was like 84, that been earlier, I yeah. believe. Yeah.
2: So mm-hmm. so this so so Armando is the kid, the the kingpin mm-hmm. uh the boss's kid that's been killing tried to kill him and is killing everyone around him so uh and the mom is isabel so so you know will smith's trying to figure this out and to colby's point i was just going to say it's like this character who's always in charge always you know hot shot mike like he's kind of helpless which is a really weird place for him to be out of sorts because he's always got things pretty much figured out Uh, so he's seen all these people die around him but things start to go south when I mean the captain's dead uh, you know ammo is basically about to be disbanded because they're you know blowing stuff up stuff keeps going south uh, and without the captain there to hold it together uh, you know they're like ammo's done for and so obviously it's a point of contention with will I mean you know the what Rita's not happy about this, you know, because she brought him in, and she keeps saying like he needs to not be here, and he's basically getting them all disbanded. Um, but they they end up tracking calls at at uh, before the thing gets disbanded. He goes to the tech guy, and they have the cell phone of one of the the dealer guys that was selling that ammo. Oh,
0: yeah, there was a there was a, in pretty much what led up right before. I mean, it was right before, right after the killing was. The big stakeout or kind of takedown of one of the principal members of this new cartel that the son is taking over, it was his birthday party at a club. And they infiltrate the nightclub and everything seems to be going great until the guy escapes. It's a really cool chase. It's a really good action sequence. This is probably the biggest action set piece of the film. And it's really funny because Marcus is still – in battle with his non-violence and he's not being very helpful but there's a lot of comedy that comes from it until Mike convinces him that he's doing this for oh, the Lord and so they're right no funny. longer bad boys the, but the, they're bad boys for the Bible. And the Lord <laughs>
1: provided you this machine gun. That was gun. hilarious. He <laughs>
0: will smite he's like, them. he's
2: like I need this. He's like that's your slingshot. This is my slingshot. Like oh my god. So funny. Yes. The comedy and, is know, so great. Yeah, the,
0: the end of that action set piece when there's just like so much mayhem so much you know uh, 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 damage is being done. They have a helicopter that the young guys on and he has like a rocket oh, launcher Are you
2: talking about the scene they stole from Fast and Furious?
0: Oh, absolutely! The Rock did this yeah. exact same thing he with a machine did. gun
2: with a helicopter. Like, I mean, oh, this yeah, was that was in s- Fast
0: and Furious 7. Seven. I think is. I mean, yeah, this is straight.
2: I can't <laughs> believe they such a recent action movie. They totally uh-huh. ripped that off. I mean, it was funny, but
0: I'm like, oh, it would be. It would have been great if they winked at it. Like, yeah, yeah, but so, But it was. It was. It was really cool. But there was those words that um, the son uh, said to him while he was hanging off of the helicopter. Yeah, um,
2: this kid's about to shoot through. So the 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 guy that's at the club with the birthday they do that whole comedy thing i mean it's 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 great where there's the chase and then you know will smith jumps off the balcony marcus takes the stairs but it's this is the end of that, but this is like a 10 minute scene or something where they go to a warehouse and there's a shootout and then they leave the warehouse and they get on a motorcycle. I mean, it is, it's awesome. Great action scene. But, but this is what Colby is talking about is he's the guy at the club is hanging on the uh, helicopter, like uh, the ladder that's hanging down and Will Smith's under him. And the um, Armando is like move and he doesn't. And he's like, well, I've got to kill Will Smith. So just get out of here. So he shoots him. He falls off the thing. And then he says these words to Will Smith and I it come to find out in the movie they're made up. I'm like, I don't know what it's the, like.
0: Hasta lo fuego. fuego. Yeah. 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 So it's not like it, it, yeah. it's a completely made up word. And I'm glad that they said that too. I'm like, yeah,
2: cause yes. I'm like, I don't know what that means. And then when they said yeah. that, I'm like, okay, I've never heard of that. Um, but he says these words to him, um, but he ends up it's jumping.
1: like until the fire or until the
0: burning. Yeah. It's, yeah. It,
2: but it's a saying that the mom told in the previous scene, she says to Armando, she's like, say these words before you kill him, and so and that's what
0: triggers him to go to the big it guy to mm-hmm. look up the phone records that's and stuff what like it that. is
2: so they trace yeah. it to mexico and he ends up you know saying i'm gonna go do this you know i've got to
0: track this down well that to, big emotional scene in the garage outside of that that's um, right that's, when he, of that's when he that's like, when he figures it out like, yeah i think he's and I, I that's where i even though i kind of thought about it i just thought it would have let it go but then he said I think he's my kid.
2: Yeah. And I I didn't expect that whole beat. I mean, I never in a million years thought that was happening in this movie, but since that saying is made up, which I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's smart writing because it's like, well, how is he going to figure this out? That's something they used to say to each other. So Tom was talking about it earlier. He was undercover when he was trying to take out that cartel guy. And he was the driver of Isabel and they ended up falling in love. And that was
0: their saying. So and I could see it too, like it didn't feel cheap and just like absolutely like, Contrived like no it felt Natural this this they makes set sense. it up and no, I mean yeah, there's so it... many
1: times when you have a, yeah. a, a, a story a franchise That's this old and they're yeah. like hey there's This big thing that happened that we never Told you about yeah. it just feels really Tagged on yeah. and and this Didn't especially because I mean They basically tell you this happened almost Immediately prior to Bad boys one and that right. yeah. he was under Cover and yeah. he couldn't he was never On his official record and yeah and and i also like that it's the backstory of of basically it's the origin story of mike, of mike. Mm-hmm. she of like, made mike and he's like that's why you dress like a drug dealer yeah. <laughs> and yeah this this card it makes
0: so much sense it's yeah. a commentary just on how how that character was built and like how like how do you, how does this guy will smith 6 foot 2 or 3 or whatever with these flashy clothes like what would make him think like you thought oh because he comes from money but like no he was steeped around this this lifestyle lavish, and it was to him. The,
2: and, yeah it's it's it really yeah. they it's because it's, it's good writing they built this up yeah. and they also left clues and little hints and kept you guessing throughout the whole movie it wasn't that
1: reveal where but at the they, very end they're just like yeah bah! and also yeah. they never took away anything that was established in the yes first there's movie. no retconning yep. yeah. they literally no, gave a backstory so to a character
2: good. who didn't have a backstory right they didn't screw up his current they gave you
1: an origin story you didn't know you needed wanted or was there yeah and it doesn't this is
0: how it should have been in gemini man because he he uses some of the lines in this film he's like he moves like me he's like the young version of me
2: that's funny through all that he's like i think he's my kid and he says i you know we had this affair and we fell in love and we were gonna run away together and then you know she went to jail and he you know joined the police force and all the stuff that we've seen since then over the years uh, and so he decides that he has to go to Mexico. Um, there's a really funny scene where, you know, Marcus shows up on the plane. He's not going to, he doesn't want anyone to go with him. You know, this is my fight, this that kind of thing. Scene. But wow, the plane the scene, I mean, and what's actually brilliant about the comedy in this scene is they address that other people can hear them. Right. How many times in a movie yeah. are people talking out loud, saying ridiculous things, dangerous things, criminal things? and they're just talking and we can hear them but like there's people right next to them and you don't think that's a problem yeah this movie addresses it i love it it's 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 so realistic you know when he's talking about you know saying all these keywords like you know blow up and kill and all this stuff they're on a plane right and these people are looking (laughs) at him like oh no no I, i can see how that could be misconstrued well you know it's a very funny moment and they keep switching seats whatever it's a really good beat but they end up in Mexico, and you know this guy owes him a favor, so he gets them hooked up with with money and guns and everything that they need. Uh, and then Ammo shows up. And earlier in the movie, Marcus called Ammo, and Wilson is like, "I can't believe you called them." And once again, he's like, "You called them again." And and he said, "I feel safer with them around." And and Mar- and Mike says, "Yeah, I do too." So now they're all going after the. This is like the big action sequence. They go to Isabel and her mansion. She says, "Meet me at six thirty at this or this old hotel that uh, apparently is where they used to stay." Uh, and so they get to the big hotel it's
1: kind of the standard action thing like meet me in this abandoned place so we can have all this violence and and not alone not have to worry about casualties
2: (laughs) but so they 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 get there and uh, you know she she shows up and and uh, you know they have their moment they you don't really know what her intentions are because she's like well I tried to kill you but it didn't work out and maybe this is you know whatever a sign or God's trying to tell us that we're supposed to be back together or whatnot Um, but things go south and uh, violence ensues and it's a huge yeah. gunfight. All of ammo's there. Her crew's there. Uh, Armando's there kicking ass. I mean, it's just a big, huge epic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But even, even here, there's, there's still funny moments like, Oh, totally. When, when Marcus is trying to shoot at the helicopter and he's like, I'm going to take out the, the pilot yeah <laughs> <And> Will Smith <laughs> is like, but if you take out the pilot and then well yeah but it's, so, it's so
2: great how it's written though because it's it's yes. not he they don't say as much and they don't even get right into it he's like where are you aiming the rudder no i'm shooting the pilot no aim at the rudder No, i'm gonna get the pilot boom shoots the pilot he's like if you shoot the pilot then yeah. and the helicopter crashes there's the scene where the tech guy
0: uh you know oh my like God. The, he, he has his hulk out moment yeah, and, and yeah and mike if that uh, was an audition tape for like his own, like, to make sure that he keeps going John In his franchise Wick, that, on the yeah. right. no,
1: dude, He's your next Captain America
2: Awesome. And yeah. But at the beginning Mike's like I'm going to need you to hurt some people I will pay for the therapy yeah. Very funny <laughs> and, and then I like He says it
1: and, it and this is where it's so important to know That sometimes you can get a laugh By not playing it for a laugh Yeah And that tech guy looks at him And he goes Thank yeah. you I'm going I'm to going need it seriously Yeah And it's really yeah. funny But it's also endearing Because he's dead he's serious. serious And,
2: it, and there's yeah. a callback later yeah. to it uh, But anyway But then he does this like I'm not going to say it's as good as, but it's reminiscent of like the old boy hallway scene. I mean, he has this badass side view thing where he's taking people out in a 300 John Wick style, like yeah. just action yeah. badassness where you're like, yeah, this guy's awesome. And then later when he sees a guy shooting at his teammates and then there's a column and he goes and he football like,
1: Tackle
0: oh, the He takes column. out the column to make the, the colla- whole thing. The I mean, there's yeah. just
2: some great sequences. So it not really to undermine, is. I just mean, what else can I say? It's a great action set. Yeah. Vanessa Hudgens
0: gets her. Pe- She's. I, I'm. I'm. I'm really excited for. Her. I like what she did with this character, and I want to see a whole lot more too. I'm. She's fine. I'm really I, interested in Ammo. I mean, I her. Really, her yeah. character
2: wasn't my favorite of all of Ammo. I. I mm-hmm. She was one of my least favorites, but she holds her own. I don't mean that to yeah. say she was bad in it. It's just she was fine. It, it, Vanessa Hudgens held her own in action movie. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she can do some more later. But anyway, so they tried escape in this helicopter it ends up crashing uh and then there's this huge climactic showdown of course uh where uh the armando faces will smith and will smith is he starts doing the marcus thing that earlier we saw him do not to get into it but yeah. but he does this I'm thing where he's like yeah i'm gonna <laughs> he's for the he's like i'm not gonna fight my son you know he's like i'm gonna tell him who i am and i'm gonna try to reach him and so uh, armando is just kicking the crap out of Will Smith and Will Smith not fighting back and he has him over the edge of the balcony with the helicopter crash and the fire all around them clearly all CG but I have to say the CG for this budget is really good yeah because that's yeah. the first thing in a movie that takes me out is bad CG especially right. fake fire and stuff yeah and while you know it's fake I was like this looks good right it, it yeah. really I felt it you know it was all there the
0: rain element added this reminded me of Lethal Weapon 4 when it was Riggs and Murtaugh versus Jet Li's Jet Li, character where it's like the two the of them rain. taking them on
2: <laughs> That's such a cliche, the fight in the rain. Well, that was,
1: yeah. I mean, that's in the first Lethal Weapon. That's the yeah. big, you know, yeah. the fight in the rain. Like, I know. That's the first time I really remember the big... That cliche. Yeah. 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 So, so,
0: I mean, it's raining, the fire mixed together, yeah. and, you know, Will, and Will, Will's got such a size advantage.
1: Yeah, he's a big guy. <laughs> yeah. like, totally. I, his
2: comparison <laughs> against Armando and uh, Martin Lawrence, it just made me realize, like, yeah, he's a big guy. But anyway, so he's not going to fight back, and uh, he's just, you know will smith's just like telling him the truth and and uh the kid ends up asking the mom he's like who is he is he telling the truth you know whatever and she's like he's no one and then she's like yeah but yes he's your father but it doesn't matter kill him you know and then uh that whole through line that we won't get into with her being a witch yeah he screwed a witch <laughs> and uh, that's hilarious without a condom <laughs> yeah the comedy in this movie again with that little stuff there just their banter so good what happens she charges at him or something i can't remember Uh,
0: she draws a gun at him oh uh, she tries to shoot she's she's,
2: you got it thank you colby so she's gonna shoot will smith and armando gets in the way and she ends up shooting her son that's right and you know and luckily it's on you can tell it's on the right side which in a movie like this you know if it's left side he's dead right side fine. right didn't hit his heart (laughs) so anyway but uh what she ends up does she fall into the fire right she yeah, doesn't Hans Gruber drop into the right. fire yeah. and then uh Martin Lawrence is slips over the edge oh uh, uh Rita Rita blows yeah, I her. Think Rita, Rita her, right? shoots her about a thousand times with that okay. rifle like yeah. you know she she ends up taking her out she uh the bad guy Isabel falls in the fire and then Martin Lawrence has slipped over the edge and he looks like he's about to lose his grip and then Armando comes from behind of course just being shot and incapacitated somehow finds the, the energy, but action movie. Right. And he helps Will Smith pulls up Marcus and, uh, they have a nice moment. And Will Smith's like, you know, I, I, you know you're gonna go to jail but I'll be there basically saying like you know yeah. Yeah. which was
0: good I, I I was like please don't let this guy off the hook right like, right mm-hmm.
2: totally and I like and I like how they address it so uh, anyway so that's that uh, looks like Will Smith's back together with Rita he's gonna send uh, Marcus and his wife on a vacation because it ruined their spa day earlier uh, Rita's the captain now yeah Rita's the captain uh, and Will Smith is kind of liking the idea of having a kid he's opened up to it after this whole experience uh, funny moment where everyone leaves him alone with the kid and, and <laughs> he doesn't have any help. Um, but then I like what they do. So the very final scene is right after the it's not a it's like a pre credits, right? Like right, they end that, it, but then yeah. they go to uh, they go to this very final scene where it's Will Smith visiting Armando in jail and he's like, Hey, I may have a way for you to burn off some of the So yeah. in the next movie I think we're gonna get Armando yeah. being a badass as a good mm-hmm. guy, right? So I like that. He's But pe- that's a boy that's a pretty that, tall it's like order suicide
1: squad. i I'm know like, i I mean he killed like I, six I know it's
2: cops. a stretch but in yeah. the action movie world at least right the bad thing to do would have been like yeah he was under the control of isabel and he's a good guy and he right. saved us he's good now right Yeah.
1: at least he, they're gonna like he's in jail it's kind of dirty does but he's
2: like you can go yes you can yeah. go undercover or whatever and you're the only one that can infiltrate these bad guys yeah. and that will Pay
0: for your time yeah. I like it. I like that they at yeah. least addressed it. If and, we get a Columbia Pictures version of the Suicide Squad, where like <laughs> well, <laughs> where Smith I, is leading it, I give it to them.
2: I said the exact same thing to Katie though. As soon as he goes, I may have a time for you to burn some time, I turn to Katie and I go, Oh, he's gonna join Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> it really felt like Amanda Waller going, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yes. But I love this movie. Yeah. This was an action movie. This is how it's done. It's this is yes. the start to 2020 right here. More action movies like this. If you're going to make an action movie, do it. This is
1: way more fun than any of the Fast and the Furious movies. I would take a million of these over a Fast and Furious movie
0: and I I think what worked against Fast and Furious is that you have so much convoluted storytelling and the time in between the films is so little it's
1: so cheesy it's it's so self serious like my my complaint about the Fast and Furious movies is like I remember when movies like this were fun
2: yes the Vin Diesel takes himself so seriously the Rock as charismatic and great as he is he has to be so tough everyone has to be you know squeezing each other at the nuts and going I'm the strongest guy it's just like chill out dudes the Statham and Rock banter it's like no 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 this movie knows how to have fun these guys are badasses, but they also have that family and the heart element there it's not cheesy and it's also not this whole masculinity like you know I called it I know Joe got offended but he's not here but that Hobbs and Shaw to me was toxic masculinity like if you're going to define it and this movie has masculinity but it also has family men it has people that love their wives love their kids and Hobbs and Shaw was
1: also like like really close to like a homoerotic romantic comedy.
2: Well yeah, just because it was that tension between the two yeah. where you're like, kiss yeah. already, right? right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a movie that does the same thing with the car chases, the action, the family, the you know, mm-hmm. the crimp the cop stuff and all that, but it does it so much better without doing that over the top, I'm so tough, I'm gonna kick your ass thing. Totally. Totally. And-
0: yeah, they don't they don't ever have to say it. And I feel like with no. Fast and Furious and with Hobbs and Shaw, even though I, I enjoy the movies for what they are they constantly have they to constantly, say they're My yeah. family, yeah, you know, oh. and they don't. You don't have to say it no. here. It's yeah. just it's very organic and, and it, it just
2: works. And a good movie, yeah. you don't have to spell things out or spoon feed it. That's a good movie. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So real quick before we wrap up, I should yeah. probably say that I was almost inadvertently involved in the production of this film. What? Uh, so, oh. uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please go ahead. So uh, about eighteen months ago, um, there was a post that um so the peloton tread had come out but it hadn't been uh shipped to that many people yet okay. and there was a film shooting that wanted a peloton tread for a scene but they couldn't buy one from peloton and have it shipped there in time because the wait list was so long my wife has a peloton tread and we have a peloton podcast and so oh they, you do they posted about uh like if anybody's got a tread that we can borrow, we'll pay for shipping, yeah. and it's shooting in Miami, and it has to have been this movie, yeah, because Will Smith is on a Peloton tread. You well, see man, it. That's it. Though. You, you see it in his apartment. So and they got someone else's. So yeah, apartment. they did. They, they they my my wife was in discussions with the the set designer or yeah. whatever, but um but they just didn't want to ship it from St. Louis. They were trying to oh, find one a little closer. closer. Got it. And uh but she was like the first person that reached out to sure. them and they were like, we can't find a tread. Like yes, where do you live? What can can we wow. borrow it for six weeks? Like that
2: would have been cool to have yeah. Will Smith use your Peloton tread. Yeah. But it's uh, fun.
1: But yeah, so no, but we did we did not get to I was like, I just want to go to the visit the set. I'm like, if they're willing to pay money to have your tread shipped there, that's a big budget movie. And there are movie stars on that set, I promise you. Yeah. I want to go to there. Yeah, that so, would have been cool. Yeah. But anyway, great action movie. Absolutely. Great so go
2: action. see it, and uh, it will make you want to revisit the first two. It, it, it. it
1: absolutely will. So uh, before we go, uh, Colby, where can uh, where can people find you?
0: Yeah, thanks so much, guys, for letting me back on here to be able to talk up just uh, such action movie goods. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Colby Toby, And if you're still into Facebook, which you should be, um, go ahead and make sure to subscribe <laughs> – To this podcast, join the League of Show shares, and of course, follow me there at Colby Mack on Facebook.
2: Follow Colby. He is one of the best followers online. He's going to tell you what to see, what not to see. He does a great job. So thanks again for joining us. Always a pleasure, my friend. Um, You can find me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online, facebook.com slash spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And, of course, don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com slash spoilers. Five bucks a month, all sorts of bonus content. And uh, we like you a little extra for helping out. So that's it for this one. Coming up on the next one, we will tackle Doolittle. Until then, Paco fakes his appendicitis.
0: I'm a bad boy. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? It ain't going